Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguet. I am here with the Bawa man himself. You know, (laughs) it's funny. Whenever I think of you, Kenji, I think of your name, I I think of a a Snoop Doggy Dog song. (laughs) I hate the (laughs) title. Bow Wow, you know. (laughs) Woof. (laughs) Yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Yippee-yo, I know. (laughs) So... So, man, Kenji, welcome to the studio. This is actually, you are actually the producer of this podcast, but today you are in front of the camera. How does that feel? Yep. It actually looks good in the studio, I must say. <laughs> I love it. I have to say, I'm a little jealous because uh, the French podcast, their studios is like so much more French, more Paris than ours. I said, man, that, I said, uh, have you seen the 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 French, the e-community French podcast and their studio. I I'm saw there. it. I saw I it. Said, but man, you know, you're, you're dealing with the master designer. I know. I said, man. Well, listen, the reason we have uh, Kinji here in studio, Kinji is a founder and president of Bawa Connect, a, a media age company uh, in out of Nairobi, Kenya. It's also a vendor for us that do all of our social media. And they have clients uh, throughout Kenya, Nairobi, and even some internationally. Uh, Kenji is a biblical entrepreneur. Kenji uh, won the uh, national business plan competition out of Nairobi, Kenya, um, several years ago. You get an old Kenji. Was it three years now? Four years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Wow, three years ago, and he came to the yeah. U.S. He represented Kenya at the at the regional business plan competition. Unfortunately, he he didn't go to the international. I think you got beat by uh, by. Uh, Madagascar, 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 and then uh, and but the key I always tell people is not about who wins the competition; it's about who wins the business execution. And on that front, you are you are thriving, my friend. I mean, you know. So, question: How does it? When let's go back to that competition when your name was not called and. What you've now experienced since then, when you look back at that day, what goes through your mind? Well, first, I, I remember that day like yesterday. I mean, it was it was a bag of mixed feelings. You know, first I was just excited. First, Patrice, I'm in the US, I'm, and I'm I'm in the capital. I'm in DC. <laughs> That's right. Having a good time, um, but at the same time. Uh, we came with a lot of expectation and that's the thing you know first i traveled with my wife and she was pregnant so we were carrying I remember. an extra yes so we had our extra child uh in the sack and also um you know our our coach uh, frank is a man who demands he takes nothing else than winning so there's a lot of pressure from for us to deliver so i remember when um when our name was not called. And, and this is the point that humbled me. I looked at Madagascar as the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm it. Like, this is an island in Africa. What do I have to bring? I was shocked. That's when I came to understand kingdom ways are different. They're totally different. So, yeah. Wow, wow. Now, are you surprised by what has happened with Bauer Connections then? I am. In fact, uh, I get surprised each day. 
In fact, a lot of times my wife and I just hold hands and thank God because this was an act of faith, uh, living our previous business and seeing how God has just walked with us. Like literally, Patrice, he's walked with us in every step of this journey when we felt fear, when we felt shame, when we felt like we, we were not qualified to do this work. He's really helped us. He's held us strong. And we're we at a point where we, we are at full surrender. You know, Lord, send us. If you want us to move that direction, we will go. We will go. I love it. I love it. So I'm having Kenji here to talk about using paid media to accelerate the growth of your business. Uh, Kenji's done that for many businesses. He will be a guest for us next week. Um, and that's why he's here. He's going to be guest with us for the uh, digital marketing um, forum. Uh, we're going to be calling it uh, Marketing Your Business in the Zero Age, the Global Forum. That will be October 26th at 7 a.m. Pacific to 9 a.m. Pacific. And if you are an e-community member, it is free for you if you're silver on, on above. But if you're a dime, if diamond, I'm sorry, silver and above, if you're a bronze member or not a member, it's $25. I highly encourage you not yet register, register. I'm going to kick it off by just kind of sharing a, a biblical framework to digital marketing. And then I'm going to go to the panel. These experts will have uh, Naomi Lomende. Lamy will be uh, speaking on the power of virtual media, uh, sorry, of visual media. And Naomi is from Paris, France. He has a company there. And if we did a podcast on Naomi, if you want to know more, go to that podcast, go to our podcast channel, check that out. We're also going to have Linda Parker. She's going to talk about the art and science of copywriting, not copyright, but copywriting. And then we also the podcast with Linda. If you want to know more about that, you can go and check out that podcast on our podcast channel or our blog. Also, we did another another guest will be Yamil Rosales. He'll be talking about the storytelling storytelling for change. We did another podcast with Yamil as well. You want to check that out? You can go check that out on our on our podcast channel or our blog. But Kenji will be talking about using paid media to accelerate growth. Uh, Kenji said that today, digital advertising can be targeted, relevant, and helpful in ways it couldn't be done before. You'll learn what journey-based advertising is and how to use it. Explore the social media and paid search advertising platforms. Learn how to determine your ad spend and see how organic and paid efforts can work together. So Kenji, it's going to be an exciting time. And looking forward to it. Before we get into our topic, though, Kenji, yeah. um, let's let's go back to the young Kenji. You go back to young mm -hmm. Kenji in elementary high school, and you think forward. You think backward at that moment. What was the young Kenji thinking? Is the young Kenji doing today what he thought back then he would be doing? First, not at all. Um, so, young Kenji was basically an extremely compliant child. You so, are serious. This Kenji was compliant? Yes, I'm having a absolutely. hard time seeing that. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. I need to also take stock. Uh, but I, I remember, I think my biggest uh, motivator was to impress my parents. I think because um, I, I'm from a house household where we, we have a lot of strong personalities. And, and you're the youngest, right? And I'm the youngest. So I saw those personalities, you know, uh, 
take shape at a very young stage. So I, I just wanted to do what was right and just make them happy and, uh, you know, move on with life. That was just, just my path. But when I started growing older, you know, now this is when I started get to discover myself. And especially once I finished high school. Mm-hmm. So that is now past our elementary years. This is when I started to realize that I'm actually um, more inclined to the creative art side than mm-hmm. more of these formal technical jobs. So my, both my parents are bankers. So my, my career path was kind of, you know, they say the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. So, <laughs> so it was kind of aligned in that path. And uh, I remember I, I chose to do finance as my, my major in university. But let me tell you, Patrice, it just didn't, the, the light bulb just didn't come on. <laughs> but when I started holding a camera and just being in the arts, because I started going into drama club and other activities, I just started getting that innate energy. Like I saw my young self come alive. So that's, wow. that's how basically I started, I, I started discovering wow. myself. Yeah. So were your parents disappointed, excited, or were they confused that the young child who there may have hoped for them to be in finance and banking, which is a traditional, you know, it's like being a lawyer or a doctor, that will go into the arts, which is a little uncertain. I think they were a, a little of all. You know why? Because <laughs> the, the, the transition was what brought about all those feelings. So at first they're excited because in Kenya, yes, banking is a prestigious kind of title. You know, when you're a banker, you seem like, you know, you have a head over your shoulders. However, they started getting disappointed when I started to resent the profession. So Mm. they just found that I am not so in tune with my work and I started to drift they find me, you know, in many other places other than than work. You know, they'd they'd meet me in hangouts. Wow! So they had <laughs> a sense like, that a child did not connect with this thing. Absolutely. And once they got that, they just wanted me to be at least financially stable. You know, mm. and then I decided to take the entrepreneurial path, and that now just blew them off. They just didn't understand me anymore. Wow. <laughs> So at which point did your parents or have they kind of said the boy is onto something? Uh I think when I when I I moved out and 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 married <laughs> oh, and got a wife. Is that right? Because Patrice, you also know my journey. I mean, I've been from startup to startup. So I've never really had anything of my own. In fact, wow. I remember the 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 first time when I I started uh, in business, I was literally living hand to mouth, hand to mouth. Wow. When wow. I'm paid for a gig, the first thing I try to pay is my rent, and then I wow. look for every other means to survive. And wow. then then I was lucky enough to find a woman who actually saw my vision. And Let's talk about that woman. Told, she's your yes, wife today. She's my but wife today. Way, you have a beautiful wife. Uh, she is not only beautiful on the outside, but she has it in that's internal sense of humility and, and poise. 
So, brother, I'm not sure what you did to get her, but but good job there. <laughs> so, so she believed in you. So she saw something in you that that others people didn't see. Absolutely, and she she crowned me king before I ever saw anything. So yeah. I, I remember um, in this point of transition, I was so this time I I'd, I'd left banking, Patrice. I had nothing. So I told her when I'm moving out and I, I, I know that I can't pay the rent. So she told me, at least you can eat at my parents' house. Wow. So, so this was the deal. All I needed to do is pay the rent. I knew my meals were sorted. So Patrice, I worked hard. Let me tell you, I did not slack. In fact, I doubled as an Uber driver. Not many wow. people know me as that. Yes. Wow. Because I had just gotten a car and that car had to be financed. So it was my mom who had bought it for her, for her business. But I, I asked her, because I can't really uh, make anything. Can I just be an Uber driver with this car? And I promise I'll pay you back. I'll buy, I'll buy the car sometime. And she, she gave me a chance. So, Patrice, the first three months I remember was I was just a full taxi driver. And then I used to do photography on the side. So my photography gigs weren't paying me as much because they were kind of sporadic. I'd get a gig maybe once every other week. So I had to figure out how to get different sources of income. Wow, this is incredible. So what is it? This is a typical entrepreneur journey. Wow. You, you know what? Uh, <laughs> your wife, I think your wife is cheering up. She said, "Is someone cutting onions. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got to have you and your wife come back and see the Victor, let's have uh, Kenya and his wife come back and tune the studio. I want to hear, hear you guys tell the story together. This is powerful. So along the way, you started several businesses, but then you end up in biblical entrepreneurship. Tell us about how that, how that class, how it impacted you and propelled you to where you are now. Yes. So now along this path, I, I got to meet Frank. So Frank first, at that time, he had just gotten a license to start holding classes here. In fact, I never knew Frank as, as a trainer. He was just, he was, uh, he, he was facilitating a, a men's program, which I happened to be in this group. Mm -hmm. So when the program came and I started to journey with him, he told me, cause I was, one of his first guinea pigs, quote-unquote. <laughs> so we got into his first cohort. I can tell you he was stumbling in the dark, but that man <laughs> delivered. He <laughs> delivered 110. <laughs> so I was totally sold. And, and, and Patrice, what is powerful about biblical entrepreneurship is it is the foundation. It's, ba it's biblically based. It's God's word. It did, you know, it, when this week we've been talking about best practices and biblical principles, it took me back to why I left my previous business mm. because I violated a biblical principle. Mm. And that is in partnership. If two cannot agree, how can they work together? My Lord. My so, Lord. so those are the things that started coming up 
So I'm like, oh gosh, I can't start leaving this business because I am not starting again. I think about <laughs> where, <laughs> where I'm from, this blood, sweat and tears. I'm like, no, it can't happen. But God's grace, I mean, it was a painful transition, extremely painful because we were starting to get some feet. Then the Lord spoke and he's like, Kenji, you need to, you need to break up and, and just start it afresh and start it on biblical principles. So now, how did you... your wife, at that point, were you already married or were you guys dating? It was in between. Now it is, yeah. was pre- we were preparing for the marriage. So it was. And how is she feeling about this crazy decision you're about to make? Is she in supporting of it? Do you know what's funny? Patrice, it's me who was more scared because <laughs> yes, because because she's so grounded. I don't know how to put this in words. Because the thing is, are you doing the right thing? Is it wow. matching what God's word says? And let me tell you, when those two met, she was like, you know what? Whatever the outcome. We shall walk together. In, in my head, I'm just thinking bills. How are we going to pay for this wedding? This baby's coming. So for me, it's not making sense. But for her, her faith in, in that area, I, I can tell you, was was a lot more than mine. We got to have Wendy in the studio because you guys have an amazing story, by the way. We won't get into the day. It's, it's a miraculous story. So when Kenji just mentioned about what we're learning or we best practice biblical principles, Kenji, you've been part of our global retreats. It's about 50 of us uh, from yeah. Asia, Africa, Europe, Latin America, North America. And we've been retreating together for the entire week as we plan Nehemiah Global 2022. Um, this is, I think this is your second or third retreat with us so far because you've been with us uh, for a while. Uh, how, how has been the retreat this week for you as a as a as a part of the Nehemiah Global team? Uh, Patrice, it's been powerful. I mean, there there's so many uh, aha moments and realizations that I had, and also I felt very privileged to be, you know, to to be, let me say, dining with kings, you know, because these are uh, accomplished people. Uh, not just uh, the HQ team, but all the other people who are joining us from regional directors to other suppliers. I felt very honored. That's one. The other thing is just how uh, the thing about, we, we were learning about biblical uh, best, practical, best practices, biblical principles, and how the supernatural gives us a competitive advantage. So for me, I was, I was thinking if I had this, knowledge a year or two years back Mm -hmm. the difference i would have made in my organization would be tremendous so it is one of those key learnings that i just say oh my gosh everyone needs to hear this because the best practices is where a lot of christians fail yeah we depend so much on the supernatural yet it's a principle and a best practice that moves the dial. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So. That, wow. That, that was, yeah. That well was said. Well, well said. You know. Um, yeah. Well said. So again, I'm talking to Kenji. Uh, Kenji will be the one of the speakers of the upcoming global forum. If you have not yet registered, uh, you want to register for that today. 
team put the registration link up there, and the and the and the event is called uh, the marketing your business in the digital age. We're gonna have Emil Rosales, um, Linda Parker, and Naomi Lomande, and of course Kenji. He'll be talking about using paid media to accelerate growth. And, uh, and here's what he says. Today's digital advertising can be targeted, relevant, and helpful in ways it couldn't be done before. You'll learn when you come to this to this forum from him what, what journey-based advertising is and how to use it. Explore the social media and paid search advertising platforms, and you learn how to determine your ad spend and see how organic and paid efforts can work together. Now, Kenji, let's get into the topic of what you discuss in next week. So, yeah, you know, when we think of social media, many of us use it purely for entertainment and for relation, relational engagement or to build our ego and pride. But really, social media, there's a whole nother commercial aspect that businesses can use to grow the company. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about using social media as a, you know, as a... Um, as a social tool versus as a business tool, what's the distinction, and um, and and what you know, and and how should we look at it? Making that for those of us who only see it as a social tool versus a business tool, because many people they don't realize that social media, you know, it's it's like TV, right? I always tell people, look, you can watch TV or you can make TV, mm. right? You know, do you do you want to be a consumer or a producer? It's up to you. Now, mm -hmm. I think entertainment is great, but all things in balance, right? So let's talk a bit about social media between using it for commercial purposes versus for pure uh, social purposes. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, I like to start with the foundation. You know, the, we have to understand the whole idea about social media is, as I said, keyword social. It's a place where we get to build relationships and mm -hmm. connect. Now, the thing is, Patrice, you have to understand um, the reason why it's commercialized and why people have turned uh, the, the, uh, to advertising on social media platforms is because of their numbers. So you go to where people are spending time. It's a game of attention. If we, used, like to spend, if, if we used to spend time watching TV, trust me, that's where the game would be played. Now, the game is being played on social media platforms because if you look at the statistics, numbers don't lie. On average, we spend three to four hours a day on social media. That means you've checked your WhatsApp, you've looked at Facebook, or if you're an avid Twitter uh, follower, then you're spending a lot of time on those platforms. So wow. advertisers, yeah. Uh, no, no, that's an interesting point you make there, which is, so here's how I interpret what you're telling me, which is, it was created for social purposes, and it worked, meaning that people are there socializing. So then businesses, business people then say, hey, let's go where the people are, you know, so it could, it could be television, it could be radio. So in a sense, it's about following the people. Is that kind of what you're saying? Absolutely. It's moving where the attention is. Mm. Yeah, ah, I like that. Now, but let me ask you this, though. So, so, so most of us just think, okay, I'm going to get my Twitter account. I'm going to get my Facebook. I'm going to get my, you know, uh, Instagram, whatever it is. And if I just 
you know, if I just socialize, I will build business. But then you tell it, it's not you suggesting that that's not enough. Could you clarify that? It's not enough. So uh, one thing, so I'll talk about two things here. So there's something we call organic reach and paid reach. Now you have to understand that whenever these platforms are being created, they, they give you the tool absolutely free. But do you know what you're compromising on? Your data. So mm. you are coming onto the platform, but this platform is bringing you in to continue tracking your activity. So what does that mean for, for, for the user? Because you have to look at the consumer. Now you, Patrice, as a user on social media, the value you're getting is, oh my gosh, I can connect with my high school friends. I can connect with my business partner, my teams. You're connecting with different people. But in return, you're giving these platforms data. And us as advertisers, we feed on that data so that we can give businesses, uh, or, or rather we can target uh, people according to their interests. So that is kind of uh, the value we get on both sides. Ah, I love that. So, and then you kind of suggest in your promise for next week that, and, and let me go back to it again. You suggest in your promise that, that it can be targeted and relevant more than before. Is it in part because of this data that we trade for the free access that allows then for business people to then be able to to target us very specifically? Absolutely. In fact, you just said it all. So the, 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 the whole idea is it's about data. In fact, my topic is about paid media, but the whole essence is how do we use data? Because a lot of people don't understand that the reason digital marketing is preferred in today's age is because one, it gives you real-time data. Unlike traditional media, digital platforms will tell you exactly who's visiting your, your platforms, the traffic. It will give you demographics, the age. It will tell you the location. And, and for a matter of fact, a lot of times we give out more information than we, we think through our interests. Because our interests, whatever you're browsing on your social media is feeding onto this thing called an algorithm. So Patrice, we'll discuss data and also something called, this animal called an algorithm, because that is what keeps you engaged in the platform. The platform keeps serving you the content that you like to browse, the content that you like to feed on. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I love it. So now, Kenji, I'm, I'm watching here and I'm in the US, maybe Asia, maybe Europe, and I'm saying, but Kenji is he's in Africa, he's in Kenya. What does he know about helping me in my market, my country? Could you speak to that? You know, you know how, how do you, you know, uh, how can I be sure that what you're going to share with me is helpful for me and you're not even in, in my part of the world? So, um, so first, I'll, uh, allow me to use your organization as a case study because I want to make it as practical as possible. So the one thing is I, I sit in Nairobi. 
but I'm able to run uh, Nehemiah uh, project social media accounts from remotely. So the first thing is when you're talking about digital, it can work remotely. I, I do not need to be in your location for me to be able to drive your business. And another thing is every all information is online. If I need to understand your industry, it's as simple as just doing a deep dive and understanding what the needs and the, uh, and the pain points of your industry and your customers are. So we just do not engage with every, any customer. We have to make sure that first, we do a, a, a research background on the, it's like a needs assessment. Then we're able to give you tailored solutions for, for, for your social media strategies. I love it. I love it. So in a sense, because it is on the internet, uh, it doesn't matter where you are, you can pretty much do what you have to do from where you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so, so I'm watching and listening to so I said, but you know what? I don't like social media. Can I grow my business today without going digital? Is it possible? <sighs> nope. Unfortunately, let me just put it. If you're not digitally switched on, you're dead. Because now we've already seen the realities of what this pandemic has brought. A lot of businesses have had to switch on. And it's not, it's not based on if I want, it's a need. Because this is how customers are connecting with businesses. I'll give you a very good example. Before COVID, I used to go to my office every single morning. I had to meet up with a team. After COVID, or rather during COVID, I had to close down our organization because we were paying rent and it was just a sinking fund. What has that done for our organization? It has helped us stay innovative. So sometimes we have to remember that these challenges that ETC, the pandemic has brought, has got us to innovate. And if you're not innovating digitally, then I don't know what you're doing because this is the age of the customer and the customer is on digital platforms. Wow. I love it. I just thought about my talk, innovate or die. And that's yep. kind of what you're saying to us, innovate or die. So yep. again, I'm talking to Kinji. Uh, Kinji will be a guest next Tuesday at the Global Community Forum. If you're a Diamond member, Silver member, gold member, you're welcome to attend. It's free for you. We'll be talking about how to grow your business in a digital age using digital marketing. Kenji, along with Yamil, Linda Parker, as well as Niemi, they'll be addressing different aspects of growing your business through digital. Listen, uh, we're about to wrap, but before we do, I'm going to have Kenji just share with us a few things he'll be sharing next week. Uh, but if you want to know more information about Kenji and Bauer Connect, um, you can reach out to him. You can reach out to his website. Team, put the website there about BioConnect there. If you want to register for Nehemiah Week, you can, uh, not Nehemiah Week, you want to register for the eCommunity Global Forum, you can go to our to Nehemiah Project website, register for it, or you can just click that link. You can go to nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. I'm going to share with you a bit about how we can help you as well as an entrepreneur. Before I do, though, so can you let's share a few tips here. So, I'm watching and listening today, and, and, um, and I'm, I want to come next week. And well, before we get into some tips, what is it, so if I sign up for this forum, 
what can I expect? What what can I expect to get out of it? Help me sell the the the, the form for a minute. What can I expect to get out of it? Yeah. So three things. Um, first, if you look at the panelists, we've covered an array of uh, aspects of digital. So we have one, uh, a copywriter who's seasoned. They will show you exactly how to create content that is relevant to your audience. The other thing we'll be having uh, is Yamil. Yamil loves to tell stories. Now, that is the thing that we have to understand. Digital marketing is not about selling. It's about storytelling. If you are able to create relevant stories that connect with our audience, then we are up to something. And then we also have uh, 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 Naomi. Naomi is a visual artist. And the thing about visual, the thing that makes us what we call thumb stopping content, what gets us to stop and look at content is the visuals. If you cannot create thumb stopping content, visuals that appeal and are vibrant, then that will mean that your audience will just scroll through because you know what? There's tons of things that are competing for their attention. And right now on social media, uh, Patrice, the reality is our consumers are snacking on content. It's small, small pieces of content. You can imagine if you do not catch them in the first six seconds, then you, you, you cannot follow them through an awareness to decision stage. And for me, what I'll be talking about is once you're able to put these structures together, how do you use paid media? So the reality is if you do not spend on these platforms, then you do not get the visibility and the, the conversion that is required for you to be able to get the leads that you require. So we'll be touching a lot on data. How do you analyze data? How, do you, how can you use organic? So also organic reach has a place. For instance, TikTok. TikTok is a new platform. A lot of business people think it's a place where people just go have fun. But yes, it's entertaining. But the reality is that platform works organically. Mm. The first movers have an advantage. These platforms, once they get crowded, the cost of or the margin of advertising goes higher. It becomes more expensive. So how can you use low-cost marketing strategies as a startup to create efficiencies, to bring in leads, to make more conversions in your business. So that is like top level what we'll be discussing in the forum. So I hope to see uh, you guys around. And we'll be also cutting across different industries. I'll be able to touch on the service industry. If you're a trainer, how are you able to create a model that is able to bring people through a funnel? If you sell products, how can you be able to put your products in a catalog or how can you use these other platforms? Because now we have a lot of native selling social platforms where you're able to use those tools to sell your products without having to build your own. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Um, Wendy says she looks forward to being at the forum. She, she's coming. She's a little biased. <laughs> Her husband will be there. Oh, that is incredible. So, all right. So, um don't you leave yet. We're about to wrap up with Kenji. We're talking about the, how to how to grow your business in this digital age using digital marketing. 
And on Tuesday, October the 27th, uh, we're going to have Kenji and all and, and various other speakers, and they're going to be sharing about how to grow your business in the digital age. So, Kenji, I'm going to ask you two questions, and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you go. So, Kenji, I'm 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 listening. I'm October 26, so I'm listening. I'm encouraged. I want to be there, but give me some tips. So, I I, I have I'm not yet doing digital advertising. Mm-hmm. And I want to start. What's one tip you can give me? Uh, so the first thing is, I'll say, uh, throw out the, the traditions. So mm-hmm. there are some notions that have to be demystified. So I'll, one is only you have to have money to use paid media. Not really. There are many ways of using paid we- media without actually actually making a cent paying a cent mm. and 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 i'm going to hold on to that because that's such a key disruptor for a lot of startups there's this thing called seo how do you appear on the front page how are you able to cut through the noise there's a lot of information online and get to the front page now Paid media helps you accelerate. So, Patrice, the, the, the idea is for people first to understand that in as much as you're a small organization, you can use innovative ways of, of getting placements on this platform. And let me give you an example. Um, so LinkedIn is a platform that uh, a lot of people have started sharing video content. Mm-hmm. Ideally, it's a place for networking and people, when they're on LinkedIn, they're mostly looking to connect with professionals. Mm -hmm. Now, there's this package and many people ignore it. You're given free three-month free advertising on LinkedIn. And what you need to do is fill in your profile, have a robust profile that talks about what solutions you create for your industry Mm -hmm. and use the free package for three months to direct people into your LinkedIn inbox. Three months. LinkedIn is such an expensive platform if you use paid media, but you have three months to get free leads. That's as simple. It just needs you to activate. Nothing else but use the free package. Wow. So I love that. And there'll be this and many others. These are just little tips that entrepreneurs... Just, I mean, you just save somebody lots of money. So, Kenji, so I've, I'm now in business. I've been doing paid media and I'm not getting the result I want. What's one thing you can advise me that I can do? I'd first ask you to check your customer journey. So, when you're using paid media, a lot of times you could have a fragmented customer journey. And what is a fragmented customer journey? It's a journey where you're moving a customer from from awareness to conversion. That means this customer knows nothing about you, but you start to tell them about your business to a place where they consider your business and then make a choice to purchase the product. You find that there is friction in that journey. So when you're putting money into a a, a process that's already broken, you know what happens? There's a bridge. 
there's no completion to the end. So you will see that this thing is not making sense, but mm. it's because you have broken the journey. For instance, let me give an example. Um, websites. A lot of people direct their, 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 their clientele or their prospects to websites for them to, to convert into customers. You find that their landing page either has a lot of bugs or if it is a product that needs to be purchased, you find that their store either is in uses PayPal or all this MasterCard or all these payment solutions and doesn't use a mobile wallet, e.g. M-Pesa. That's what we use here in Kenya. Yet you're trying to push people to make a payment and you're not facilitating a platform that they use most. So you find that is a broken journey. So please look at the customer journey. Find where the loopholes are and try and seal them. Then now you can put uh, uh, some dollars from that side of the funnel and you'll see it uh, give you an outcome at the end. Ah, I love this. You just kind of gave us a really free workshop. We ought to be charging for this podcast. This is incredible. I mean, you, what I love about it, you get into the initial details. I mean, you get into kind of the, the listen, you're going to hear more of this uh, next week at the Global Forum as uh, Kinji will get into some of this stuff. Kinji, unfortunately, I have to let you go, but um, I, I want you to not leave yet because I'm gonna, I want to have you to encourage entrepreneurs, give them some kind of advice. Listen, if you've not yet registered for the Global E-Community Forum, register now. We want you to go ahead and click that link or go to nehemiahecommunity.com, go to events, sign up. You will get to hear not only from Kinji, he's going to talk to you about using paid media uh, in order to drive your social media strategy. But you're also going to hear from uh, Yamil Rosales about storytelling for change. You're going to hear from Linda, from the art and science of copywriting, and from Naomi, the power of visual marketing. And here's kind of what their, their commitment collectively are. Their commitment collectively is this. More than 60% of the global population is connected to the internet. That's 5.2 billion potential clients and customers waiting to hear from you. And with the digital revolution still far from reaching its peak, there's a lot more runway for you to get on board and grow your business. But unless you connect your, your clients online, engaging, informing it, and offering solutions to the, to the challenges that they may face, then, then the only people, your prospect, market will and current client are hearing from are your competitors and so in this forum here's what they're going to do they're going to help you connect your with perspective respecting current clients in ways that matters both to their needs and your bottom line they're going to help you know how to put the dynamic of the, the dynamics of powerful and persuasive copywriting to work to grow your brand and how to identify relevant data then put this data to work to drive your revenue that is powerful. So if you want to know more, again, register. Go to nehemiahecommunity.com. Go to events and register for the upcoming Global Forum. It's $25. If you're not a member, if you're a paid member, silver, gold, diamond, it is free for you. We look forward to seeing you guys. Now, if you want to know more about how we can help you to build your business, how we can help you to 
do what Kenji have done. He's built a business called Baba Connect that is that has international clients. Help you to turn your talents into a profit business. Help you to enhance the business you have right now, no matter where you are in the life cycle. I want you to visit our website. You can learn about our training program, Biblical Entrepreneurship, Server Love, Idea and Destiny, or our packages that allow you to get the experience and the value of growing your company. You can learn about our coaching program, Business Success Accelerator, BSA. I think, Kendra, you are part of a BSA, right? So you don't only took the training, but you also took the coaching. How did the coaching impact your business, Kenji, different than the training? Uh, first, it helped me move from uh, startup to break even. So, that, uh, you know, the cycle of businesses. So we had just started our business. We had a lot of issues with structure, uh, processes. And the thing about coaching is that uh, it's practical uh, uh, knowledge it's just not theoretic the the coach actually walks hand in hand with you but at the same time you have to stay accountable so that's what actually helps you progress wow so it's one thing the training but the coaching holds you accountable to implement what you've Thank learned you right to actually fully launch and then of course access to financing you can learn about our website where you can come alongside your employer access to capital in helping you finance your, your business and then become a member of the community. Remember, membership does have its privileges. Join one of the fastest growing entrepreneurship community in the world with members in, from Asia, Africa, Europe, Latin America, and of course, North America. With that said, if you enjoyed this podcast, I want you to share it. Share with your friend, share with your associate, share it. Share this story of a young man going from wanting to be a banker to becoming an entrepreneur. And now with his beautiful wife, then building a global company. So share that, that can inspire somebody that they can do as well. Or you may know an entrepreneur who needing help in their social media. Can you share some good tips here? Share with them so that they may get those tips at no cost to them. With that, Kenji, there are many people watching us from around the world. And you, you went from the banking finance track to the creative arts track. That's like two different, that's like, that's like East Coast and West Coast, right? Now, that's, I mean, that's like two different uh, directions. So somebody's watching and listening and says, Kenji, I've not yet found my sweet spot. You know, we're talking in the, in the identity, that's about, about finding your God-giving sweet spot. And they're saying, Kenji, what advice would you give me so that I might redirect my path where I may be doing business with people that I'm not aligned. I mean, you you chose a career based on your calling and passion. Uh, you chose to leave a partnership you unequally yoked. You chose to take some risk that had yielded for you these rewards. What advice you give to entrepreneurs who are out there and who are in who may be stuck, maybe in the area that they're not fulfilled, or maybe their business may be stale and God is calling them to do something different and unique. What advice would you give him, Kenji, that helped you? Mm. So first, I think um, I'd begin by asking them to, to seek the manufacturer. You know, uh, like every vehicle, a manufacturer has a manual. And sometimes we look for the manual in many other strange places other from the manufacturer. The fact is that we can go on this journey of looking for purpose. It's a lifelong journey. But the, 
the quicker you start to seek God for this, um, for purpose. And that means it's about silencing a lot of what you thought and learning about a lot of what you thought and starting to move into a place where you're listening more and you're talking less. Then you start to understand what God is actually putting and placing in your life. And that is what actually gives you more purpose. You find it innately from God's word and from God's voice. And that's, <laughs> that, that is the foundation. There are many other things we could say, but that is the foundation. You must consult the manufacturer. Wendy right now is very proud of you. I know she's listening to you. See, that's my baby. <laughs> you tell you've taught them well, Wendy. That is powerful. So, Kenji, promise one thing: you're gonna come back with your wife in the future, so we can interview both of you guys about your journey together. Is that okay with you? Absolutely, guys, ladies and gentlemen, Kenji Kirimi, the husband of Wendy Bao, and uh, a father of two or three, three, a father of three, founder and CEO of Bawa Connect. One of our we one of his clients. Sign up today and come to the Global Forum so you can learn more from Kenji about how do you grow your business in this digital age by incorporating cost-effective practices of, uh, of using uh, the digital space to grow your company. Kenji, thank you so much. Listen, if you've enjoyed our podcast, not only share it, but I do want to pray for you right now. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents that are under your care. And may you steward them in such a way that one day you would hear those wonderful words. Well done. Good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Will not make you rule over much. God bless you. Thank you for watching and listening. Again, Kenji, thank you so much. Thank you, Patrice.